and welcome to another podcast of results with RLS. Now, I have been quiet for a little bit and reasons behind that is obviously a lot been going on in my own life and you could probably relate to this. Like if you're a parent, you get caught up with other things such as paying the bills and dealing with family stuff in terms of actually spending time with them or keeping an eye on your own goals and sleep and all that basically but obviously today we are back and we are dropping all the knowledge into terms of why you aren't losing fat as a parent now some of the stuff that I literally just said there, which you could probably relate to, is of one of the biggest ones as a parent is the lack of sleep. Now, not many people think about this when it comes to fat loss and how sleep actually really affects this. But in simple terms, is the reason why is because when we sleep, all the things that we have done throughout the day almost resets when we go to sleep. All the processes that need to happen, happens majority of the time when we are sleeping, our brain almost gets flushed out and refilled with certain fluids that makes us be able to think clearer, not as foggy. Obviously, you get the mum brain and stuff like that. Um, Dad's always forgetting to take out the bins and shit like that, basically. And this could be due to your sleep as well, but that's not the only thing that happens when we sleep. Our bodies go through processes such as breaking down fat stores, going through protein synthesis when we sleep. And when you're a parent, especially when they're younger and they're waking up at God knows what time of the night, sleep is affected. Or if you're working double shifts um, to pay for bills and sleep is not there, it's just one of the things that almost gets put on the back burner and it's just one of those things you're like, eh, I've got four hours sleep, I just have to deal with it. So this is one of the things that could be affecting your fat loss and it may be something that maybe have to be worked on, but obviously it's one of the hardest things to get a grasp of, especially when there is younger kids in the house, basically. And there's not really much we can do, especially in the early stages when they are waking up at God knows what time to get fed. Some babies are worse than some. Some sleep eight hours um, and are quite good. Some will wake up every hour on the dot. And obviously they go through sleep regressions. Um, my youngest one is going through through that currently where he'll have a good solid four hour sleep, then wake up and he'll be jiffling um, and you do anything you can to try and get your own sleep intact. You, you'll you put them in your bed and then they end up kicking you and slapping in the face and stroking your arm and God knows what. And yeah, it's it's hard. So sometimes a nap is due and in it's a case of getting the bare minimum. Um, and if anything, bare minimum is better than broken sleep at the end of the day. So if you can get a solid four to five hours, that's better than no sleep at all so it might be a case of taking taking a hit and maybe eating a little bit of your hour of watching netflix potentially in the evening or doing doing something that you um enjoy in the evening to get a little bit more sleep that's what i've now had to reschedule into my life that i want to get a solid six hours sleep and even if that's being woken up at least once in the night that's that's the case and that's the bet the best for me basically so it's finding the best for you as well and 
on top of that, obviously, the biggest one um, alongside that is going to be your diet. Most people underestimate how much they can actually eat. If you set yourself a challenge to track not as little as you can eat, but as much as you can eat in a day, you'd be very surprised how quickly you can rack up to 4,000 calories very quickly, because I've tried it. Um, in my latest bulk, which um, came to an end about three, four months ago, it's very easy, especially when you don't really look into the foods that you are and it's classed as like your your bad um bulking or your your um the, the words completely gone out of my head um obviously you've got the clean bulk the dirty bulk that's the one <laughs> if you go through what's called a dirty bulk it's very easy to rack up the calories basically so um obviously i don't challenge you to do that on a weekly basis obviously you can try it just once and see how many calories you can actually consume in a day and it's very easily done especially when you start looking into the foods that are out there like a donut for example is probably holding about 300 400 calories a packet of crisps nowadays 100 to 200 calories especially if you're grabbing a share bag that can easily rack up to 500 plus calories basically so diet is always going to be one of the ones that could also affect your or be affected by your sleep basically um last week uh, i started a, a new night shift basically and my i think in all probably throughout the week i got probably about 20 hours sleep and i did find on the 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 days where i probably only got about two to three hours sleep that i really craved a lot of carby stuff especially the sugary stuff and the reason being our bodies are very smart at trying to get the foods that we almost lack in and one of them is when you have a bit of sleep deprivation is um energy and a quick release energy as as such um obviously your sugary food is going to be just what it needs so it's going to opt for those type of foods because it needs that quick energy to make sure you're awake and function and do the stuff that you need basically so obviously one of the the reason most people can't lose fat is because their diet is almost atrocious and in this day and age where it is so easily done especially with like all the the processed foods and stuff um having additives in it obviously i'm not demonizing these foods but they do tend to have a little bit of added sugar in it to basically take out the taste of some of the additives that are added in to preserve these foods for longer so it's all about that balance of having Obviously, some of the, the the processed stuff, along with the, the more organic stuff, um, as you wish, like making sure that you keep the, the greens high and the fruits high and opting for more of the, the basic um, of foods rather than going for the easier stuff. But at the same time, parents, you potentially are lacking food. You, you just want to get the food out and done with and then you've got to do homework, get the kids cleaned and off to bed, basically, as such. So, But it's almost installing that into them as well, basically. If you can make them eat healthier foods, obviously they can then bring that back up into their adult lives as well. And the good thing um, about cooking these better foods as well, and this is what I try and install in, in most of my clients as well, because obviously you've got all this food prep and food batching options, and the issue with that being is they don't tend to focus on the fact that if you 
want to food prep, you have to take time out of your day to do so for the week or, or a couple of times out of the week to do so. But try this one tip if you are looking to food batch is when you're cooking a, a meal for, uh, say, this, a family of three, cook a, a, a meal that is fitting for potentially six to ten people. Now, obviously, you're not going to eat all that. You are going to serve up what is needed. And then the rest of it, you can literally just simply put into tubs and freeze or put in the fridge. And you can have that the day afterwards. Or you can opt to have that instead of going for something that you've a take or um, a ready meal. And then that way, you have food already prepped and it's four days where you just can't be asked. You can be like, oh, I cooked a bolognese the other day. I can quickly throw that in the microwave. That's what my other half does. She she overcooks to the point where there's too much there and she'll then freeze the rest or put stuff in the tub and we'll have that the day afterwards. That's one simple tip if you want to take away of the food batch inside. It's fairly easy to do, basically. And going along from the the diet side of things, that a reason being is activity within adults um, and just the human population in general has gone down massively. Obviously, I don't know the statistics, but you can see it in everyday life, um, especially through the, the pandemic and COVID and stuff, is the fact that a lot of people now tend to work for, uh, um, a lot from home or they have that freedom to have a, a work from home to work in the office basis but either way they are potentially more sedentary obviously you you've got um you've got streaming services in the palm of your hand or on on your your tablets and stuff and it's very easy to get comfortable with doing nothing and that is the easy way out basically it's hard to go out for a walk when you've been sitting on your ass for a couple hours it's hard to to um, opt to walk to somewhere when you've got a car or you've got a, a motorbike to just get you there a lot quicker, basically. And thankfully, we um, where I live, it's very close to to the school. So school, um, the school run in the morning or the school pickup, we can walk. So it's a good way of getting a couple of hundred steps in that way, basically. But thankfully, I'm in a quite an active job. Obviously, I'm on my feet most of the time. Um, and some people do have that that joy of being on their feet quite a lot as well. But it's going out your way to become more active, basically. And obviously, you've got kids, um, certain ages, obviously a lot better when they're, they're walking and they're able to do that kind of stuff. So you can be like, good way to burn them out is getting down the park or take them out for a walk, like... The, the issue is as well, like, we live in England, or I live in England, I don't know where you, you listen this from, but obviously it's very wet and wind, wet, 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 wet and windy. <laughs> um, and that kind of deters you from going out, but fucking kids love going out in the rain. Like, they love getting wet, they love getting, um, jumping in the puddles, so it's a good way of getting them out, getting them a bit burnt out, but you're getting your steps in as well, like... To be selfish as such, you're thinking about your health and your fitness while you're thinking about their enjoyment, basically. And there's so many um, day outs that you could do where you're actually focused on walking. Obviously, you've got to take a look after the kids as well, but you're giving them memories as well, basically. So it's a win-win situation as well. And at the end of the day, their, their enjoyment and your health is some of the top priorities you should be focusing on, basically. And... 
some of the other things that could prevent your fat loss or, or maybe one of the things that you're not even thinking about is your protein intake as well having a high protein intake there's been studies out there um that basically say if you increased your um your meals by a good 10 20 grams can ultimately lead to a better fat loss basically because they're more saturated they keep you full for longer so you're not going to eat as much but the thing is as well they're lower in calories compared to some foods as well basically so ram your protein in as much as you can basically almost most people under eat their protein so much i've seen it in my clients they'll hit about 50 grams a day when they should be hitting 100 grams so almost doubling your protein intake can is a surefire way of potentially um being on the road to losing your your fat as well basically and other essences like focusing too much on the weight loss side like knowing that weight influx is happening because you've drank more water or you haven't had a shit that day or you've ate too um you've had a bigger meal than you used to um the day prior to this the amount of salt that you've had within your your um your food as well and for women like the time of the months can really affect your weight so not focusing too much on the weight side of it and looking at more to how you look and how you feel it's a better way of um knowing if you're losing fat basically taking measurements um the, the only chart time you should almost be weighing yourself is potentially on a bi-weekly um, monthly basis um obviously within my coaching i do try and get my clients to weigh in at least once a week um, this is just a good way of me looking at how their weight um, is going up and down. I'll see their painful surface at the end of the day, so I'll make sure I'm doing everything my side. It's not for their benefit, it's more for mine. But yeah, if you're um, focusing too much on the scales, you may actually be hindering your process um, of fat loss as well, basically. Because if you're not seeing those scales go down, that's almost going to be like, oh, well, what I'm doing isn't working. What's the point? So, um, Take that advice and only weigh yourself on a bi-weekly, monthly basis. And the last thing I want to touch on, basically, is something that not many people actually look into, basically. But the effects of drinking water. Um, and it may not sound like a massive thing, but so many people do not drink enough water. I myself have lacked over the last um, couple of months, mainly because my caffeine addiction has gone through the roof. But um, the the issue is we have so much choice nowadays when it comes to food and drink. And drink being one off, see, you've got your fizzy drinks now, you've got your squashes and etc. etc. Like, yeah, if you're having squash, you're having water. But um, People tend to opt for more of the other drinks in terms of water, basically. The effects of drinking more water um, obviously not just help your fat loss um, in terms of making you feel potentially a little bit fuller. Obviously, it helps cleanse your body a little bit as well. But it helps headaches. And it can help your muscles and your joints as well, basically. So squeezing an extra um, couple of glasses a day is going to be a hell of a lot um, more better for your health and obviously it could potentially help your fat loss as well basically so a couple of things to obviously look into when it comes to your fat loss basically and the note that I'm going to end this podcast on is we need to stop calling it weight loss we need to start calling it fat loss because once we start calling it weight loss 
we start focusing on the wrong things, we start focusing on the gravitational pull of the earth on our bodies, rather than how we're looking and how we're feeling basically. So um, yeah, stop calling it weight loss, it's fat loss. Um, the F word is not necessarily a bad thing, but we should start labeling it what it is than what it isn't. Okay, so obviously to summarize, um, look more into you, to your sleep patterns, hopefully try and keep on top of that as much as you can, minimal, uh, try and get at least minimum um, five, six hours, six hours the minimum, um, five hours obviously if you're a parent, obviously you can't help it, maximum at least nine, um, I have been aware or I need to look into this but I did read somewhere that apparently women need more sleep so that may help your you might be some arguments within um couples there but yeah um obviously diet is going to be a massive one obviously start looking into um how much you're eating on a daily basis even if you just look into how many calories you should be having and not necessarily tracking it um protein try and keep that as high as possible um for quick reference uh try and aim for at least 1.6 grams times your body weight in kilos um, for anyone trying to aim for more muscle mass, try and double it. Um, uh, what else did we touch on? So protein, obviously your water, um, your activity levels, and stop looking into your weight so much, basically. But yeah, as always, um, if you liked this episode, give it a share, um, drop a comment, or um, I'm pretty sure you can leave some feedback as well. I'll be very grateful. And as always, Ross has been speaking, and hopefully you'll drop in the next one. Hopefully I'll be a bit more on it for the next couple of weeks anyway. So have a good week, guys. I'll see you later.